Music Business What Is This is a podcast that focuses on the ever-changing music industry and presents issues and concerns that the average and above average musician has or will encounter. Hey everybody, my name is Richard Johnson. And I'm Jeremiah Hunt. And this is Music Business. What is this? In today's podcast, we're going to talk about playing music in restaurants. That's right. We all love food, right? We're musicians. I love food. Right? I love food, too. <laughs> right. You say music, they go hand in hand. Music, food. A very common place to play music is in restaurants. Yep. Um, I remember being in college, out of college, playing plenty of gigs in restaurants. Mm-hmm. Having said that, there are pros and there's cons about it. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's just talk a little bit about the pros. Mm. The most obvious pro is... It's a restaurant. Right. Right. If it's a good restaurant, hopefully you negotiate some food. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You want to eat. Yeah. We all want to eat. And hopefully that negotiation means free food. Mm-hmm. It doesn't all the time. Sometimes it's at a discount. Mm-hmm. I've had plenty of times club owners say, or managers, usually it's the manager, will say, okay, we can't give it to you for free, but we'll give you 50% off. Right. Um, or something to the sound of that, you know, so that we get some type of discount. Has that happened to you at all? Yeah, it go- usually goes both ways. If they don't give it to you for free, they'll mm-hmm. give you some type of parking voucher or like some discounted price or something like that. Right, right. And usually the higher in the restaurant is usually a percentage. Mm. Usually, yeah. not all the time. And this is where your negotiating skills come in and um, really the quality of the food. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a combination of the both. Yeah. Both of them. I've found that if the food is really good, I don't mind paying the percentage if, if I want it. Mm-hmm. It also depends on the time. I remember being in college playing at this French restaurant mm. and the food was really good. It was French. Um, but I was always hungry because it was never enough food. Right. <laughs> right. They bring me a plate of food and the plate would be 80% empty because mm-hmm. the portions were so small. Mm. Food was great. Amazing. But I could eat like eight plates of that. Right. Because it wasn't <laughs> enough food. Right. So think about it when you're negotiating for food. Right. Mm-hmm. They may give it to you for free. But they may reduce the portions. Right. Because you're a musician. Mm -hmm. Right. So you got to really pay attention, you know, go online, look at the sizes, um, ask someone else who's been there. So you have an idea. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is I recently went to a restaurant and it was a sushi restaurant. Mm. And the ad says 10 rolls of sushi. They brought me the sushi. Sushi was amazing. Yeah. Unbelievable. We had all ordered. They bring me the sushi. I look at the rolls. My personality, I counted them. There was only nine. All right. So <laughs> every, he's laughing. I mean, that's just how I am. So I see nine and the other people at the table with me. I said, count how many rolls are here? They all counted them. There was nine rolls. I said, what does this ad say? It says 10, right? The first person says, 
who would even think to count the rolls? <laughs> who would only you would do that? And I'm like, I'm paying for it. I want my money worth, <laughs> right? <laughs> and everybody at the table was like, he's right. Yeah. So I called the waiter over. This is like a sitcom. <laughs> I said, what's wrong with this picture? He said, nothing looks great to me. Is, is there an issue? Is it something wrong? I said, count these rolls. Counts the rolls. Nine. I said, now what does this menu add? Say? Ten. <gasps> oh, I didn't know. I said, I'm, no, I'm not blaming you. You just brought it from the back. So right. I said, he said, oh, let me take it back and see if I can get you that one extra roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. So they ended up making a whole, they had to yeah. for one little piece. So I ended up getting two. Mm-hmm. So the reason I say that is look at your portions because you don't know how they're trying to get over on you. Right. Right. So these all these little details which affect your pocket. Right. You may not see it as money, but it does affect you. Mm. All right. So food, that's one of the things that's a pro. Um, another good thing about restaurants is the connections that you can make with the audience. Yes. As as an artist, we make connections with the audience. But normally we're on a stage, uh, we're moved over. We don't connect until we're done playing. A lot of times in a restaurant, you're in a situation where there's a table right in front of you. You can actually talk to the people right there if you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. Right. So I can take requests. I can give requests. A lot mm-hmm. of people always say, hey, do you take requests? Do you know this? Yeah. I say, hey, if I know it, or I could do this song in place if I don't. Mm-hmm. But the reciprocal of that, a lot of people don't think about is. I can give requests too. Right. <laughs> right. They just think because I'm playing, I can't do that. But you can do that. It's all about your strategy and how you do that. Mm. Someone may say, well, what are you requesting? Well, maybe they keep clunking their fork against the plate. You ever hear that in a restaurant? All the time. You hear it on famous recording. Mm. Oscar Peterson, we take requests. Ahmad Jamal, all these restaurant recording gigs, which are classics now. Mm -hmm. But in the back, you hear people eating forks and the plates. Right. So if you can figure out how to ask that nicely, people will respect it. Right. Right. Or you could just tell the manager. So there are pros to that. So your your communication, being close, that's another good thing. Yeah. Um, another good thing is if you're playing at the restaurant regularly and you can have a space in the back, you may be able to leave some equipment. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you trust the place and you know it's safe, that's that makes um, your work a lot easier. Yeah. You know, if there's steps getting in and out, you know, because there's always an issue when you have restaurants getting in and out. Right. You know, if it's a fancy restaurant, they have glass doors. Where do you put the equipment? Where do you set up the equipment? Can you, you got to get there early before the people. They don't want you bumping in the tables. There's all these things, right. you know, so they can keep it classy looking. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they have a space in the back, you may want to ask about that. Um, yeah. What do you think? Any- I think all of those are good points. Um I can't really think of any uh, positive. You're like negative. (laughs) He's like, I only think of negative things. No, I mean, all the positive (laughs) things that we talked about are actually really good. Like, I enjoy playing at restaurants because Mm. of those reasons. And the thing for me, um, playing at restaurants restaurants are the people are chill. They are in a chill mode. They're more inviting to you know, for you, you can talk. It's easier for you to talk to the people because when you're sitting down eating, you can open up more. Usually like 
families sit down and eat mm-hmm. together so it's like they're mm-hmm. in that mode where it's just like you know they're chilling out more they're not like you know super attentive mm-hmm. but they're still like chill and mm-hmm. it's like they can listen mm-hmm. so that makes it fun for me to just have fun with the audience you know mm-hmm. if i'm if i'm a performer on stage have you ever had a regular restaurant gig i yeah i had a um a steady uh every wednesday for the year or maybe it was just for like a couple months, maybe for like six months. Mm-hmm. Every Wednesday we played at Andy's Jazz Club okay. here in Chicago. And um, yeah, that I got to develop my own band sound and I got to, uh, you know, uh, explore my artistic side and just to learn how to connect more with the audience through that gig. Mm. So that was a positive for me. Yeah, yeah. I remember, mm. uh, let me think. I think it's, yeah, when I was in Boston, when I was in the Herbie Hancock Institute, <clears throat> there was this Italian restaurant and they had jazz. Mm. Um, and I played there once and loved it. And they had a real piano. Mm. And um, I asked them, could I bring a trio in here? And they said, depending on, the, of course, the quality of music and the sound. I said, no, I, I think I have a pretty good idea. I can make this work. Mm-hmm. And we went in piano, bass and drums. You know, I told the drummer, hey, you know, this is a restaurant gig, so we can't go gorilla on them up in here. Right. But, you know, you can work on your brushes, some sticks here and there. Man, that was one of the best gigs of my life. Mm. I, we played there Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday afternoon. Mm. And I did that for about eight months. Mm. I felt like I was back in those. 50s or 60s yeah playing the same place same rhythm section i would bring cats up from new york Hmm. um so i would get bass players or drummers bus tickets back then they would get on the bus and we had basses at our apartment Hmm. and i had a drum set so they didn't have to bring anything Mm -hmm. Uh, so they would come up stay at the apartment they'd have their own room and we play every night Mm -hmm. and it was they gave us food great italian food yeah we play three sets of 45 minutes mm. and i had tunes we'd learn or i'd work on i'd send it to them a week early it was one of one of the best gigs ever you know so i, I have great thoughts memories yeah about restaurant gigs because i've been fortunate to have some very really really good ones good ones mm-hmm. now on the flip side of that i've been in some that have not been so pleasant um, and it sounds like you have too. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> okay, so what was your experience with those? Uh, I think one of the main things uh, that makes a restaurant gig un- unpleasant is uh, because the people who are eating feels, you know, comfortable. They feel like they can talk more, mm-hmm. and sometimes it gets to the point where they're talking over the music mm-hmm. and that can be a little bit distracting to you know musicians who are you know performing music that they really care about and that yeah they, you know they want people to hear so um here's the flip side of that though mm-hmm. um a manager or someone would probably say well you know what you're walking into mm. it's a restaurant mm. it's not a concert you know, so you kind of have to take that into consideration True. when accepting the gig. Um, and I think a lot of musicians go in thinking, oh, I'm going to get to play my Humpty Dumpty or tunes I've been working on. Right. Go in. 
and you may be able to get away with it depending on the instrumentation but you may not mm. sometimes i think people are actually listening more in restaurants mm. than in concerts and it may not seem like that because we promote concerts where you pay a ticket to see a band but i tell people you have to remember the the key word in this phrase is see a band <laughs> right so they're going to see you first and the hearing is second yes when you're in a restaurant they're not there to see you right like you said they're comfortable they're talking with their family members they're there to eat first and then hear some music mm. once they get their food the music is secondary mm. right and it's it's in the background to them most of the time right and if they hear something they like or recognize then it's like oh did you hear that right. song about oh i love that song okay and then the requests start coming right, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's when it gets worse <laughs> right but i think we do have to remember it's a restaurant gig people yeah. are there to eat hear the music okay i'm play some tunes that don't get in their way they don't get my way you know it's it's a it's a relationship yeah another thing that's annoying uh is a lot of i'm sure you've been through this where you're at a restaurant gig and you're waiting for them to turn the restaurant music oh i didn't even think about that but yes sometimes they don't even hear it and aren't aware i've had managers okay your time's up your, your 15 minutes is up time to play okay sit down to play why aren't you playing we haven't turned the music off. <laughs> start playing. Start playing. We'll turn the music. Okay. Oh, so-and-so. Turn the music off. Well, <laughs> how do you turn the music off? I've had people like, how do we do this? Not exactly. not even, we've, they've never had to do that. I'm like, have you never had a band? No, we've had bands all the time. No one's ever asked you to turn, turn the music. <laughs> and I actually believe they probably have it. They right. probably just play it over top of it. Right. <laughs> right. But that's very distracting. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's, that is definitely a pet peeve when the music is on and you're like what man i've had gigs where they haven't you know they're asking to turn the music off we start playing and then after the first tune we're like wait is, is the music back on <laughs> is that a signal <laughs> right right uh are we that bad right, so what, like, like yeah. what's going on you like want us here? here right why are we here Right. And in a lot of those situations, you find out it's not because of what you're playing. Mm. They want the visual. Right. They And that's why I said music is a funny thing. There's mm. the business of it. There's the there's a huge component, which is visual nowadays. And yeah. it always has been. But now it's even bigger. Mm. Right. The listening. Uh, I'm going to see a band. People don't say I'm going to hear a band. Mm. Think about it. Yeah. And we've been conditioned for that for a hundred years. Wow. I'm going to see so-and-so, but it's a band, right? I say to people, and I'm like, yeah. So I say, you're going to hear the band. They say, oh, well, you know what I mean. Right. I yeah. do know what you mean. But you didn't say but that. But you didn't say that. <laughs> and you, we've been conditioned as humans over years. Every mm. Think about it. That's just a standard wow. phrase. I'm going yeah. to see this band. No, you're going to hear the band. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then people look at me and they say, oh, he's one. No, <laughs> <laughs> right but even though it's a small difference it does make an a, a impact on how people view what we do mm. like literally yeah. literally view, view what we do yeah right because they're viewing not listening 
Right. Right. So you have to really think. Yeah, you have to really think about those things. Any other pet peeves that come to mind? I'm sure there are many. Not that come out the t- <laughs> sure there's many. <laughs> I mean, I've had so many experiences in restaurants yeah. since I moved to Chicago. You know, I've been planning. Most I would say seventy five percent of my gigs were in restaurants. Mm, okay. um, there are only so many jazz clubs that don't include food. Yeah, um, that's very true. Most of them are in restaurants. So, I'm sure I have a, a lot more, but not mm-hmm. off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Here's one I just thought of. I'm going to play the restaurant. And they put you in a corner. Okay. I'm not mad. It's a restaurant. And there's no power outlet. <laughs> Where's the power? Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's the first part of this issue. Okay. Now someone out there is saying, well, don't you have an extension cord? Yes. I have an extension cord. But now I have to run this cord to the other side of the restaurant. Mm. There's no rug that's that long. And the cord is visible. Now the club or the restaurant manager doesn't like it because mm. there is a cord there. Right. But it's not my fault. You put us in this corner. All right. And then they say, well, this is an insurance issue. It's it's a hazard. I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't be in a corner. <laughs> right. Move us closer to a power. Well, we don't have space We'll move the tables. There's several options, things that could happen. Yeah. But we can't do that. That's never been done before. It's that, or you have to deal with this insurance issue with the court. Right. Now, the other part of that is, what color is your court? Mm. The typical extension court is what color? Orange. Orange. Yes. <laughs> Most restaurants do not want an orange court. Mm. Right? So those of you listening, I would invest and a beige extension cord. Sounds crazy. Mm. But if you look around this studio, what do you see? Beige extension cords. <laughs> right. <laughs> Trust me, it will save your life. Get a beige extension cord. And with that, we're going to bring this episode to a close. Fortunately, I'm not hungry. <laughs> it's always a pleasure here with Mr. Hunt. And Mr. Johnson. We're here. This is Music is Business. What is this? Thanks for listening, and we'll see you later. Don't be a hater. This program is partially supported by a grant from the Illinois Arts Council Agency.